Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got... Hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zazlo loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zazlo Show 2.0. Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike, Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. 
That's 800-747-3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No, before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0. My guys, Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar. They believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, Accident Attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy, and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anajar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslow loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslow Show 2.0. Welcome, Zaslow Show 2.0. It is a Monday, the 23rd of January. Good to have you aboard. We are a Blue Wire podcast. Appreciate everybody hanging out with us here at the start of the week. Got a great show planned today. We're going to have some fun. Hopefully, we get the week started off on the right note. I do have to tell you, well, of course, every show on Zaslow Show 2.0 is presented by Anna Jaren Levine. Accident Attorneys 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. If you've been involved in an accident, you got an injury from an accident, uh, it could be car, boat, motorcycle, slip and fall, whatever it is, you get an attorney on the phone immediately, 800-747-FREE. Let Anna Jaren Levine 
take care of you. You got to take care of yourself. You got to get better. You got to heal up and let them get you the money that you deserve. So again, Anna Jar and Levine, accident attorneys. I also have to let everybody know I apologize for the late start to the show today. Normally the show is out it is already out before I'm even recording this right now. But I had some personal stuff to get to this morning. Fact of the matter is, uh, I had a funeral this morning for a uh, a childhood friend of mine who passed away, who lost a uh, a 20 plus year battle to cancer. M- you know, my age, year older than me, uh, but has has been battling cancer on and off. Uh, for more than a little bit more than half his life, was diagnosed 19, 20 years old around that time, and uh, he passed away a couple of days ago. So, uh, yeah, so that that's that's what this morning has been. So again, I, I apologize for for the late start at getting this out here, but today has been a very strange day. Um, yeah, and there's uh there's no other there's no other way to put it. So again, I you know, I like being I like being transparent with you guys, but. Uh, rough start to the week here for for myself, for my family, uh, and again, and really for uh, all of the the Jewish community who who, who knew Josh, uh, which I mean he was super popular and just the sweetest guy. And so so t- today, this morning we had the funeral, and tonight uh, you got a whole other deal as well. So it's it's going to be uh, it's it's a it's a tough start to the week, but anyway. So that's what I had going on this morning. So again, uh, I apologize. I'm sure you're saying Zazlo, no apology necessary, but I like being honest with you guys. So that's what I got going on right now. But all right, every, everything's okay. So anyway, uh, I had a great weekend. I hope everybody had a nice weekend. I told you, you know, we were celebrating for my birthday on Friday night. We got NFL stuff to get to when we get to the NFL right away. The heat, the heat win yesterday. Uh, you got Shannon Sharp. He's wildin'. Shannon's wildin'. At the Laker games. And we're going to talk to our pal Craig Minervini. Bally Sports. Some of you may know him of course as former WWF announcer Craig DeGeorge. Alright from 35 years ago. But if you don't know him from that. Of course you know Craig Minervini. We're going to talk Panther hockey with him. Panthers have a huge game tonight. A huge pair actually. As our pal Randy Moeller would say. Tonight and tomorrow at New York Rangers at Pittsburgh. So we'll get to that with him. Alright. Before we get to the NFL stuff. I do want to tell you. You know we went out for my birthday on Friday night. We went to the Dane Improv. I love the guys at Dane Improv. They really take care of me. Uh, but we did a VIP meet and greet. So got to see my favorite comedian, Brian Callen. The timing was so great that it's for my birthday and he's here. Maybe he knew. I don't know. And so we got to go see Brian Callen, uh, who is my favorite. And it's I've seen him like three or four times. Now. I, and let me tell you something. Obviously, he was great. He killed. All right. But from top to bottom, I love going to the Improv. From top to bottom, from the host, and, and if I knew their names off the top of my head, I would shout them out. But from the host, and then the, 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 the you know, there's like an opening act, and then you got the main attraction, which of course is Brian Cowan. But from the start to finish, as great a night of comedy I've ever been at. Just, I, I couldn't believe how good the openers were too. Top to bottom. Such a good night, so funny. If you went, if you went to the improv this weekend, if you saw Brian Cowan, just what a great show! And not just Brian, the other guys in front of him too. What a great night! So we got to meet him afterward. We got to take a picture, do the whole VIP meet and greet thing. So that was really fun. If you saw Brian Cowan again this weekend, oh, he had a great time. What a great show! So we had a lot of fun. I do want to mention real quick. So we had seats near the front, which I hate. I hate that. 
Because if you sit near the front, you know, especially at an intimate look, if you're sitting near the front in a theater or an arena show, the the guy's not going to mess with you, all right? But at the improv where, you know, you're right on top of the comedian, I hate sitting in the front. I hate sitting in the front for a couple reasons. Number one, if I don't laugh at a joke, I feel weird. I feel bad. I I feel like he could see that I'm not enjoying the show. Although that never happens. I never go to see a comedian that I that I don't really like. Although, you know, who knows? Maybe the when the host or or the opener, I don't laugh at all their jokes. I don't know them, you know? So I feel weird sitting in the front. Like, I feel like I have to laugh if I'm sitting in the very front. So there's that reason. And also, I don't want to be part of the show. If you're sitting in the front, you need to be prepared to be part of the show. There's a pretty good chance the comedian is going to have some type of back and forth with you. So... We were sitting, like, we were in the front, but not, like, the very front. We're we're at the first table. You know, they pack it in there at the improv. So, we're in an area where, like, we may have to interact with the comic, but hopefully not. Well, bottom line is, we did not have to interact, thank God, because I hate that. But, here's the point. If you're sitting in the very front, you need to be prepared to have some kind of interaction. You need to go into, like, mentally prepared. All right. If he says something to me, I'll say something, but that's it. You, you got to be prepared to say something. And at one point in the show, the the opener, he was having a back and forth, or he was trying to have a back and forth with the guy who was sitting immediately in the front. If you're not prepared to have a little back and forth, you can't sit in the very front. When they come to sit to seat you, you say, oh no, I don't want to sit here in the very front. I'll sit here in the second seat at least. The opener's trying to have a back and forth with the guy, and like he's a freaking mute. He's just staring at him and like just kind of like giggling, and the guy's talking to him, and he's not getting anything out of it. Like, you gotta say something. Otherwise, don't sit in the front. You cannot, like, it's not just, hey, I got the best seat in the house. Now, nah, if you had a comedy show and you got the best seat in the house, you better be prepared to say something if the comic has something to say to you. He's sitting there like a wall. Doing nothing. Oh, it, it was so annoying to me. Like, I turned to my office, I go, you gotta say something if you're sitting in the front. And other than that, great night, great night. Great show. Love that Brian Cowan. He is my favorite. So again, uh, and I love those guys at the Dania Improv. Really great week of football. Uh, well, Super Wild Card Week, it was better as far as the games go. But, uh, you know, look. Divisional round. Stakes are super high. Let's get to it. Our NFL rundown for the divisional round. You know what we're talking about here. And, of course, every week throughout this football season, one of our great sponsors, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services, they bring us our NFL rundown every single week. You need insurance on your home so you got that peace of mind, so you know that, God forbid, something happens, some kind of natural disaster. You need to make sure you're taken care of. The market's confusing out there. You can't just go online, type in home insurance. Oh, I'm going to go with you. No, it doesn't work like that, all right? Bruntinsurance.com. Let them sort it all out for you. Fully licensed app. They know the area from Pensacola to the Keys and beyond. Brunt Insurance and Financial Services is delivering comprehensive insurance and financial solutions 
tailored to your needs. I've been with Brent Insurance for about 10 years now. They've been covering my home for me, so I know if something happens, I'm going to be taken care of. I'm not going to be left out in the lurch. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. If you're looking for affordable care that has the best coverage for your automobile, motorcycle, boat, hey, you're making the right call going to Brunt Insurance there as well. Their team has the expertise, the experience. They're going to find the right coverage for you. They're going to make sure that, you know, it could be your home or your rent and condo insurance, whatever it is. There's so many options out there. You don't have to look any further. I use Brunt Insurance. You're going to get taken care of by them as well. Again, Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. Greg Brunt and his group there, they're going to make sure that you're all set. Let's get to it here. Our divisional round NFL rundown will start out with Saturday afternoon's action. The Kansas City Chiefs, Chiefs and Jaguars. We know the big story here. The Jaguars were kind of hanging around early on, but then the, the Chiefs, begin, they're cooking. And then Patrick Mahomes gets hurt. He stays out there. He's doing the whole limping. It looks bad. They got to bring Henny in. And Henny engineers this 98-yard touchdown drive. They wind up scoring there as well. Patrick Mahomes comes back in the second half. The game's like the Jags are hanging around. Excellent backdoor cover there from Jacksonville. It's a 10-point game. They kick the long field goal. They say, hey, let's get a field goal here. We'll try the onside kick, try and get the touchdown. They get the field goal. So if you had the Chiefs, obviously, minus 9.5 or even 10, you went from winning or a push to the Jags with the backdoor cover. Chiefs win 27-20. Mahomes 22 for 30, 195 yards, two touchdowns. Travis Kelsey's unstoppable. 14 catches, 98 yards, two touchdowns. Trevor Lawrence in his second career playoff game. 24 for 39, 217 yards, a touchdown, an interception. It really seems like the Jags got it right. They're heading in the right direction, not just with Trevor Lawrence, but Doug Peterson. What a terrific job. If I'm a Jaguar fan, I'm not because F the Jaguars. But if I'm a Jaguar fan, yeah, like I'm super pleased with the season. Jags win a playoff game. I'm a Dolphin fan. I haven't watched my team win a playoff game in 22 years. It's more than half my life. What a disaster. So the Chiefs, they are now going to host the AFC Championship game for the fifth consecutive season. Besides that, Patrick Mahomes, and I think it's four straight for Patrick Mahomes, maybe it's five straight, but for the fifth consecutive season, Andy Reid and the Chiefs are hosting the AFC Championship game, and still, Patrick Mahomes has never played a road playoff game. Crazy. Obviously, throughout the week, you're keeping an eye on Mahomes' status. That's a super big story, but the Chiefs, with Mahomes hobbled, don't look so unbeatable anymore. We'll get to that part coming up. The Eagles, Saturday night, the Eagles, I mean, just trashed the Giants. Tough way for the Giants' season to end, especially after such a great win at Minnesota in the wild card round, super wild card round. They had a great season at 9-7-1, but the Eagles were too much. I mean, they, they embarrassed their division rival there. Jalen Hurts, 16 for 24, 154 yards and two touchdowns. He had 34 yards rushing and a touchdown on the ground. Devonta Smith, six catches, 61 yards and a touchdown. Daniel Jones and the entire Giants offense really struggled. He was 15 for 27 for just 135 yards. He also had an interception. And here's the call on the Eagles radio network to close the game. This time, handoff to Brightwell. Takes off to the outside. Comes across midfield. Runs into Eagles territory. And that's going to do it. That's going to do it. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. The Philadelphia Eagles have reached 
the NFC Championship game. So the Eagles, uh, look, we're potentially looking at the Andy Reid Super Bowl, right? Andy Reid's former team versus his current team. That's a built-in story right there. The league would probably like that. Hey, maybe it's fixed. I don't know. But the league would probably like that. So the Eagles, they're back in the NFC Championship game. Of course, they won the Super Bowl. What are we talking, like five, six years ago it was? The Bengals in Sunday afternoon. Now, this is the big story, right? The two biggest stories of of the divisional round took place on Sunday, right? So the Bengals beat the Bills 27-10. to Joe Burrow, 23 for 36, 242 yards and two touchdowns. Joe Mixon, 20 carries for 105 yards and a touchdown. Josh Allen, he stunk. 25 for 42, 265 and interception. He had 26 yards rushing and a touchdown on the ground. And of course, after the game, Joe Burrow was talking to Tracy Wolfson. We talked about it yesterday, just that chip on your shoulder. Everyone talking about a neutral AFC championship game, not even thinking about you guys. How much did that motivate you coming into this? You better send those refunds. <laughs> so the Bengals winning means that the Kansas City Chiefs are going to have the home playoff game. If it was the Bills, then the game was going to take place in Atlanta. Tickets had already went on sale. Joe Burrow is the coolest. I find the Bengals to be very easy to root for. I find Joe Burrow to be very easy to root for. He's super cool. Obviously, I wanted the Bengals to win this game because F the Bills. Yeah, that's right. I said it. It's enough already. I'm sorry. It's enough already. I'm not going to feel bad for being happy that Buffalo lost. I'm so happy that DeMar Hamlin's doing okay, that he's much better. I don't know what his football career is going to be like, but as far as his quality of life, thank God he's okay. He looks like he's doing great. He was at the game. It was a blizzard there. But I'm so over having to pretend like like the Buffalo Bills are the team of destiny, like they're America's team somehow. F the Buffalo Bills. I'm so glad they're done. I'm not going to apologize. I'm not going to feel bad for rooting against them. And I'm not going to feel bad for being happy that they're done. I hate the Buffalo Bills. I'm so tired of everyone talking up the Buffalo Bills, who, let's be honest here, were the most overrated team in football this year. What other way to look at it? The most overrated team in all of football this year. We went into this season, right? The Bills, oh, they're the best team in the NFL. They're the odds-on favorite to win the whole thing. Josh Allen, he's he's amazing. He sucked in the playoffs. He's been terrible this playoff. And the Bills, after almost losing to the Dolphins and Skylar Thompson last week, got their shit kicked in by the Bengals this week. I said that last week, right? After the game, like, for me, and and, hey, the Dolphin fans not going to feel good about me saying this, But based on what we just saw with the Bengals and the Bills, the Dolphins, like, the Bills almost lost that game last week as opposed to the Dolphins almost winning that game last week. And that's what I said from the get-go. To me, this is a a hundred red flags about the Buffalo Bills were raised after that victory against the Dolphins. The Dolphins' offense did nothing all game long against Buffalo. They took advantage, and not even so much took advantage because they were just getting field goals out of it. But they took advantage of a reckless quarterback, turnovers all over the place, and penalties. That game last week was so much more about the Bills almost losing than it was about the Dolphins almost winning. And I don't know how you can possibly deny that after what you saw the Bengals do to the Bills this weekend. The Bills were so overrated all year 
long. And here's another thing. How do you watch that game? If you're a Dolphin fan, how do you watch Bengals and Bills this weekend and not say to yourself, if we had Tua, we'd blow the Bills out? Because it's the truth. That's what would have happened if the Dolphins had Tua. I told you going into that game. With Skylar Thompson, you got no chance. All right? No chance. But Teddy Bridgewater, maybe a chance. Tua, win the game. How do you watch Bengals-Bills this weekend and not say if Tua was playing, we'd have kicked their ass? They would have. I don't know what happened to the Bills. Hey, maybe mentally were they shell-shocked after what happened with Tamar Hamlin? Totally possible. I don't know what happened with the Bills over the last however many games, but that was not a good football team that we saw these last couple weeks. There's no reason that the Dolphins should have been allowed to hang around last week, and the Bengals went in there. You know, going into the game, I was saying to myself, all right, the Bills are, what were they? I think they were a five-point favorite, maybe four and a half by kickoff. I got no idea what's going to happen in this game. No idea. Bengals go up 7-0. Then you got Bills turnover. Bengals, I think it was a fumble. And then I was like, Bengals are going to blow them out. It, it, we were like seven, eight minutes into the game. Yeah, you know what? I had no idea what was going to happen in this game the entire week. It's pretty clear now. Bengals are going to smoke them. They're going to blow them out. That game was never close. A, a, a most overrated team in the league this year, Buffalo Bills. Super disappointing season for them, and I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm tired of pretending like I don't hate the Buffalo Bills. It's enough already. Get the hell out of my life. And finally, the San Francisco 49ers. Look, they've been tremendous. What's it now? 10, 11, 12 wins in a row now. They beat the Cowboys 19-12. But I liked this game a lot. I like a good low-scoring battle, okay? And, and I wanted the Cowboys to win because I like when the Cowboys are involved. Brock Purdy, ho-hum, 19 for 29, 214 yards. He's never lost a game. Best quarterback. If you never lose, you're the best quarterback. McCaffrey, 10 carries, 35 yards, and a touchdown. Six catches, 22 yards. He scores a touchdown every game. Dak Prescott was horrific. 23 for 37, 206 yards, a touchdown, two interceptions. And the last drive... I mean, forget that, you know, McCarthy, who is as soft as it gets when it comes to taking chances. That last drive when the Cowboys get the ball back, what a disaster. Get a chunk play. That's not a chunk play, but it is a first down. It'll stop the clock with 27 seconds. No, they're going to wind the clock. Yeah, you have to be going forwards if you're contacted going out of bounds. you got to fight through that contact. They're going to run the play instead of spiking it. Prescott being chased, in trouble, throws into traffic, incomplete with 10 seconds left. Yeah, so let's go back to the Dalton Schultz catch where they wound, they wound the clock. When you go out of bounds, you have to be going forwards if you are contacted by the defender. So you see how Dalton Schultz is kind of running sideways? Traverius Ward, he knows the rule. They coach that. You've got to turn up, be physical into contact, and get that official to stop the clock. They're not good enough offensively. They're not. I mean, CeeDee Lamb is awesome, obviously, but the running situation is kind of rough. I mean, Zeke is what it is. Uh, Dak Prescott, <sighs> Sunday, that, that my biggest takeaway from the divisional round was this weekend was a major indictment against both Josh Allen and Dak Prescott as far as being big-time quarterbacks. Josh Allen doesn't win a big game. And Dak Prescott, I said this when they when they gave Prescott the big deal. I like Prescott. It's fine. But you can't give him that contract that he asked for because 
you then have to ask yourself, is like the quarterbacks who get that contract, you have to ask yourself, can this guy carry the team? Because when they're on their rookie contract, you could put a bunch of other great pieces around them. But when you give the quarterback that money, you're not going to be able to pay everybody. So can the quarterback carry the team? And I don't believe Prescott can carry the team. And I think you saw that this weekend. He, he's fine. You could win with Prescott, but not paying him that kind of money. You got to be able to put the pieces around him. He was terrible on that final drive. Throwing the eight-yard passes. Buddy, you got to go 94 yards in less than a minute. What are you throwing eight-yard underneath passes for? And, and what's his name? Uh, Dalton Schultz. Can you get a clue? Greg Olson was all over it with that call and a former tight end as well. Can you get a clue with the rules? You got to make sure that clock gets stopped. What's the matter with you? And then the final play. Like, McCarthy, what the F? What the hell is, what are you doing? Ezekiel Elliott is snapping the football, which of course makes him ineligible. Ezekiel Elliott snapping the football? You think you're going you're, you're gonna to pull off some type of miracle finish with this bullshit? Uh, very disappointing finish the season for Cowboys. And Prescott was terrible. So, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow's a top quarterback in the NFL. If you didn't know, now you know. And Prescott and Josh Allen, big takeaway from this weekend. You know, Allen puts up the big numbers. I know Tony Romo wants to scream and cry that he's an alien. I don't understand that. But Josh Allen doesn't win big games. He's actually terrible in the big games. Really reckless. And Dak Prescott, not not big time. He's not a big time quarterback. He's fine. You can win with him. But man, the situation's got to be perfect. He is not a big-time quarterback. He was terrible yesterday. So, there you have it. Your AFC Championship is set. You got the Kansas City Chiefs hosting the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, The Bengals are going to win that game. And then you got the San Francisco 49ers at the Philadelphia Eagles. That's going to be awesome as well. Wow, what a divisional round weekend. And again, of course, our NFL rundown always brought to us by Brunt Insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. Make sure you get your home, your automobile, your boat. You got to get covered. Get that peace of mind. 954-589-2204. That's 954-589-2204. So I went to the Briny yesterday. Briny Irish Pub, Pompano Beach. You know that's my spot for the NFL games, for any big games, all right? Was there yesterday. Watched the Bills and the Bengals there. I recorded the Heat game. And because I... I didn't want to ask them at the Briny. By the way, Briny Irish Pub, Pompano Beach. You know that's my spot. All right, you can go check out on social media. But Briny, the world's greatest upscale dive bar. They got live music every single day. Briny Hour, that's happy hour, 4 to 7 p.m. every weeknight, including tonight. All right, so you can head on over to Briny. You're looking for something to do. You get some good drinks. You get some great food. Come on now. Craft beer on tap. World's greatest upscale bar. Briny Irish Pub, Pompano Beach. Take Atlantic Boulevard all the way down to the Atlantic. Don't park in the ocean. Park behind, park in the lot right behind the Briny, and they will validate your tag. You take a picture of your tag. You tell your server inside of Briny, you're not going to have to pay for parking, all right? So Briny Irish Pub, Pompano Beach. Again, that's my spot. World's greatest upscale dive bar. So I sat at the Briny yesterday watching Bills Bengals. I recorded the Heat game because I didn't want to ask them. Everyone was way into the Bills Bengals game. It was packed. Briny was packed yesterday. And I didn't want to ask to put the Heat game on. I'm the only one who cares about Heat Pelicans in the afternoon. So I said, you know what? No spoilers. Nobody send me messages. Don't tell me about the Heat game. I'll zero up with both my boys. All right. The Zaslow men 
We were out there. We had some chicken wings, all right? Got some fries, got some nachos, got some drinks. Just me. And so, although they had the food, I had the drinks. Uh, and so, anyway, watching the game. I'm not, I don't know what's going on with the heat. I'm going to watch the heat when I get home. We'll get to the heat coming up in a second here. But we're watching Bill's Bengals. Oh, my God. It's one guy who was sitting by, by the bar. Older gentleman, probably 65, 70 years old. So loud. All right, he's a regular, Brian. I've seen him there before. Regular. But, my, you know, when I tell you I'm so tired of these Buffalo Bills, I'm so glad they lost. So I don't have to pretend uh, as if I don't hate their freaking guts. This guy really hates the Buffalo Bills. At one point during the game, I mean, he... Oh, you know, guy had a heart attack at my work. He was in his 60s. He, he died. We didn't get to go home. We had to work the rest of the day. Yo, take it easy, man. All right? Take it easy. I hate the Bills, too. You take it to another level. Anyway, we had a great time at the Briny yesterday. So, I'll let you, am I going to go this weekend for the conference championship games? Yeah, probably will. All right, I'll let you know later in the week. We'll probably be there as well. Anyway... There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed, and that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash sports. That's Indeed.com slash sports And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash sports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Let's get to the Heat here. So I recorded the Heat game. Got home, watched it when I got home. Heat Pelicans. The Heat smoked the Pelicans last week. Again, seriously undermanned Pelican team yesterday. The Heat, they're starting to get healthy. And they're starting to get rolling. The Heat now, 26-22. and 22. And they're, like, they're entrenched now in that sixth spot. They're three games back of number five, Cleveland, trying to get some separation between them and the play-in situation, which number seven right now, that's New York. But the Heat win, they come from behind yesterday after a pathetic performance Friday night. Friday night at the Dallas Mavericks. That, that was pathetic. The Mavericks crushed the Heat. Uh, they were never in the game. National TV, very embarrassing. But yesterday, come from behind, and you get a big effort from Bam, big effort from Hero, Butler, uh, Oladipo, man, I love Victor Oladipo. And look, you're probably saying to yourself, Zaslow, hey, make sure you mention Kyle Lowry. He had, he, had, he had 17 points, most points he scored in over a month. That That's what I'm praising? 17 points, most scored in over a month? The guy makes $28 million? Oh, but Zaslow, hey, he scored seven points. He was big late, seven points in the final three minutes of the game. Yeah, that's true. I was glad, but I mean, my goodness. Why can't we get that more often? Like, seriously. What about the other 45 minutes of the game? Why can't the, the game before that against Dallas? He was two for three. Get the hell out of here. Why can't we get more of that? And by the way, he almost threw the game away late because he got the five second violation and uh, on, on the Pelicans. And then when the Heat were inbounding the ball, it's it's a two point game. The Heat are inbounding the ball with seconds remaining. Lowry throws it away. Awful inbounds pass. You get the jump ball. Pelicans win the jump ball. They got a chance to win it. 
McCullough misses a three. On the other end of the floor, I think it was Oladipo. Hit both free throws. Boom, Heat win 100-96. Uh, I, I, I know there have been rumors out there. You know, uh, Well, I shouldn't say rumors, but uh, the Heat, they're probably not trying to shop Kyle Lowry anymore because the team is, uh, you know, they're winning right now. You're nuts. If you think because this team has put together some wins now, I think they've won 14 of the last 21, something like that. And they're, they're heading in the right direction. I feel good about the Heat. If you think somehow that means that Kyle Lowry's contract is not still an albatross and that they wouldn't get rid of him so that he doesn't have to be on the books for next year, that they wouldn't get rid of him at the first chance they can, you're nuts. You're nuts. If they can get rid of this guy before the trade deadline in a few weeks, he is gonzo. Now, I see there's some rumors out there about Kelly Olynyk. I would love for the Heat to bring Kelly Olynyk back. He'd be a great fit, again, next to Bam in the starting lineup. And for a team that desperately needs three-point shooting, and a big guy like that, yeah, Olynyk would help. I know Olynyk was a bit of a polarizing figure when he played here. Always liked him. Liked him from the get-go. I think Olynyk would be a really nice fit. Really nice piece, piece to add next to Bam. I don't know what you got to send out. Obviously, Robinson, they would try and move him. But I think Olenek is a, an obtainable piece just for this one year. I, I think this is the only year on his contract. So I, I would totally welcome back Kelly Olenek. Now, I don't think they're going to wind up being able to trade Lowry. But just the whole point is, if you don't think that, they're still in, that they would still make a move, just because the team's winning some games right now, if you think that means they wouldn't move Kyle Lowry if the opportunity presented itself, you're nuts. Now, I got to get to this. So, you know the big story from over the weekend in the NBA. Was it Friday night, I think it was? Friday or Saturday night. Shannon Sharp. Grizzlies at Lakers. Now, God knows the Grizzlies talk. That team talks more than anyone. That team trash talks. You know, they're whooping that trick. That team talks. The Grizzlies are at the Lakers on either Friday or Saturday night, whatever it was. And this has been a big thing for years, right? For for the last few years, I should say. This has been a big thing, fan behavior, right? What is the fan, uh, like, what is he allowed to do at the game? Just because you purchase tickets, what are you allow- how are you allowed to behave? You got the guys on television pontificating about this. You got the players, they've been speaking out against this. And they're not wrong. I mean, some of us are acting like fools. Sitting there courtside. Sit down and watch the game. Shut the hell up. And so, the Grizzlies and the Lakers, with Shannon Sharp on the side, uh, uh, you know, sitting courtside. And all of a sudden, you got a back and forth with, with, with Dylan Brooks. Hey, Shannon, you're not part of the game. You got a back and forth of the two of them. Who knows what the hell was it? Based on what I could see, Shannon Sharp said, you're too small to guard LeBron because, you know, he's up LeBron's culo. You're too, you're too small to guard LeBron. Dylan Brooks yells back at him. He missed the shot. Uh, F you, that's probably what he said. And now all of a sudden it's on. Now Shannon Sharp wants to fight the entire Grizzlies team. Steven Adams is coming over there. And I got news for you. Shannon Sharp's a big dude. Steven Adams will put any, any one of us on the floor. Steven Adams would have put Shannon Sharp on the floor. That's the strongest guy in the NBA by far, Steven. He is, like, nice guy, but not to be messed with. Steven Adams, they're all, John Morant, Dylan Brooks. Now you got Morant's father is coming up. Shannon Sharp wants to fight all of them. Shannon Sharp making a fool of himself. Shannon Sharp should have been thrown out. 
If it's a regular fan, not only does regular fan get thrown out, and Dylan Brooks did call him a regular pedestrian, a blogger. Not only does regular fan get thrown out, which is what Shannon Sharp was in that spot, he probably gets banned from the games. Why isn't Shannon Sharp banned from the arena? He almost started a riot with the visiting team. And then he was allowed to come back to a seat. And how about this? I mean, Shannon Sharp looked like a total asshole. Embarrass himself. You got this whole situation. He's going to fight the whole team in the middle of the game. Creating a whole scene. I know it was after the whistle. Hang with me here. And then after halftime ends, Dave McMenamin from ESPN, he covers the Lakers, he gets some quotes from Shannon Sharp. And now Shannon Sharp, a grown man, is talking about how the Grizzlies didn't want this smoke out of taking on all of them. Shannon, you're a grown freaking man. We're going we're to fight the whole Grizzlies team in the middle of the game? That's what we're here for? We're going to fight. We're going to fight the entire team. This is, this is how we're behaving? What the hell's wrong with you? So, I mean, just an embarrassment. An embarrassing scene, embarrassing himself, Shannon Sharp. I wonder what he said today on television. And, you know, there's that whole deal, like, Skip Bayless, he always goes against, Shannon, uh, against LeBron. Shannon, he rides with LeBron. Again, we've been through this, right? You can't just behave however you want. You're just a fan. You don't get to be part of the game. He, he's lucky he wasn't arrested. He really is. Now, this part makes me crazy. As if the Shannon Sharp stuff wasn't stupid enough. This, and look, he embarrassed himself. No one else embarrassed himself. And at this part, doesn't make you crazy enough. LeBron, all right? LeBron after the game will drive you crazy. So obviously, they got to ask LeBron about it. You got to ask LeBron about everything. Here's LeBron being asked about what took place. Tell if you could, Cardio. Just want to know if you had any uh, words for, for Shannon. Hmm. I mean... I ride with Shannon, 365 days, 66 on the leap year, 24-7, so that's my guy, so I always have his back, and he got mine, so um, he can talk with the best of them, for sure. You gotta be kidding me. You, you have got to be kidding me. He is brutal. Just brutal. So let, I mean, look, uh, you know, he's my guy, I ride with him, 365, 366 on the leap year. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, my guy. I ride with him. Okay, so, well, there it is. You know? If, if, if you're LeBron's guy, you behave however you want as a fan. But if you're not his guy, he throws you out. I mean, look, LeBron, it's happened a couple times. What was it, that, that couple in Indiana, I think it was last season? LeBron will have you thrown right out of the game. But if you're his guy, you can start a fight. Hey, I don't mind. That's my guy. He, he is... Brutal. And we've been through this before. He is the biggest hypocrite in professional sports. And it's not like, oh, Zazzle, you're, you know, you're sour, left the No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm super grateful for what LeBron did for, for the Miami Heat, for the Miami Heat fan. It's for my career. I'd have to be an ingrate if I didn't acknowledge that. I'm super grateful for what LeBron's presence here for four years did for my career. I owe a lot of that to him being here. A lot. I'm very aware of that. But as he's gotten older, this is not the same guy. 
And look, hey, all of us, when you get older, he was in his late 20s when he was here. Now he's in his late 30s. You mature, your personality changes, you're different. Like, hey, happens to all of us. Not the same guy. I, I do not like that guy off the court. He is, he is brutal. I mean, look, biggest hypocrite there is out there. You saw right there. Hey, d- uh, fan behavior has been a big topic of conversation, all right, for years. If you say something nasty, LeBron's going to throw you out of the game. Unless you're his guy. Then you can behave however you want. Okay. Hey, uh, uh, racism, sexism, certain types of behavior. Robert Sarver, LeBron's words, doesn't belong in our game. You got to be banned. LeBron, where were you with Kyrie? You didn't feel that way? Oh, wait. One of them's his guy, and the other one's just an owner. Okay, then that's okay. You're... you're that behavior can be allowed in the league. Anti-Semitism can be allowed in the league if you're LeBron's guy. Okay, all right. Oh, you got you got you got to stand up. You got to protect women. Got to protect black women. Up, oh, unless you're you're Miles Bridges and you're represented by Clutch Sports, then you could beat up women and LeBron will yuck it up with you on the side of the floor. So protect black women unless you're my guy. Then it's okay. All right. I right, keep going. Oh no! Wait! Wait! wait. We got to protect women unless it's Deshaun Watson and he signs a massive contract with, my fa- with LeBron's favorite football team. Then we could celebrate it. You got to protect women unless you play, fo- you play quarterback for my favorite team. Then I celebrate you. Oh, okay. All right. And don't even get started about the whole China stuff. You know, social justice, civil responsibility, all very important. Unless my money is affected. Okay, then I'm not going to say anything. He's brutal. He's brutal. I mean, are you kidding me? Shannon Sharp almost started a fight. Shannon Sharp, after the fight, and then had some time to absorb it, comes back and talks to Dave McMenamin and says he won't, he's willing to fight the whole team. Fight them all. That's nah, okay. If you, you know, hey, he rides with Shannon. It's his guy. It's his guy. Can you imagine those fans he had thrown out in Indiana who apparently said very nasty things about LeBron's son? Those fans he had thrown out in Indiana... What if, what if uh, I mean, whoever it is, uh, Tyrese Halliburton, he comes out after the game. Uh, listen, I, you know, those are my guys. I ride with them, so I support them. Who cares what they said? Those are my guys. I ride with them. I support them. 365 days. 366 of his leap year. Ah, uh, he is, he is brutal. All right. Let, let's, let's get to some good stuff here. All right. I had to get that off my chest. At, he, he is, he is brutal. I'm sorry. Let's get to some good stuff. Tonight's a huge night for the Florida Panthers. All guests on Zaslow Show 2.0 are brought to us by the official beer of the show. That's Johnny Cuba. You know, we're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. Start your evening with a refreshing German lager in a can. Go pick up a six-pack of Johnny at your local Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. You know my style. Come on, get yourself a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. That's how we get the night going. And don't forget Johnny Cuba's mantra. Stay tranquilo. Joining us here is our pal Craig Minervini. You'll see him tonight, of course. Valley Sports, Florida. Panthers hockey. Craig, great to have you on the, the newest incarnation. We're, we're about three months in to Zaslow okay. Show 2.0. How about this? We can see each other. This is very nice. This is better than radio. This is awesome. Uh, so- done your show many times. Good to be back. So tonight, the Panthers, uh, you know, look, nobody talks more Panther hockey than I do, all right? I love the Panthers. I've been very hard on the Panthers this year, all deservedly so. But I think over the next 
you know, what are we talking? 36 hours from now, tonight, tomorrow night, we're going to be able to answer the question, Craig. Correct me if I'm wrong. Are the Panthers back? It's a good gauge. I agree with you. I think it's a big litmus test. They've, they've played well lately in a, in a crazy schedule. Really ridiculous. They went out every time zone. They came back for one. They go out for three more, come back for one. Out again, it's hard to believe. And through that, they've done well. In that stretch, they've won six. They're six, two, and one, and seven, two, and one overall in the last 10. I agree with you. Tonight, I am very interested to see how they play against the Rangers. They have not fared well at the Garden last five games. Rangers have had a point each game. They're 4 0 and one. Panthers have one win. It was in uh, the extra time. I think it was in a shootout, six, five, a couple of years. They haven't won a regulation since November of 2017 at the Garden. So I think that's a test. And then if you get through that, uh, you got the Penguins tomorrow night in Pittsburgh. Then all of a sudden, you got 14 of 19 at home. Okay. So I agree with you. I think you got to get two points, if not three or four of the next two nights. Oh, if they can get three out of four points these next two nights, I would feel very good because, you know, you look in the standings, and right now, while the Rangers are a top three Metro team, you know, the Penguins are one of the wild card spots, which, I mean, let's be honest here, Craig. Realistically, uh, the Panthers, it'll be extraordinarily difficult for them to get top three in the Atlantic. They're eight back at Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay's got three games in hand. That's a very difficult ladder to climb. But you look at the wild card, three back of Pittsburgh. Yes, the Penguins have two in hand, but five back of Washington, and the Panthers have a game in hand on the Capitals. So they're, right. they're finally within striking distance, it seems, of two wild card spots. I think that's what they've done with this run is just get back in, in relevancy because they really weren't relevant 10 games ago. Now they showed you, you got to be over 500. They are, uh, but you got to really take that north now. They, they've gotten themselves back in the conversation. That's that's what we could say. And we're all trying to buy in. And I, I think you've seen a lot of good signs that maybe they're more like last year's team now than they have been certainly all, all year long. But the next two nights are going to tell a big story, not the entire story. Uh, you think about this run, they, they really could have won and should have won that Vegas game. It's a little sloppy in a couple of plays. In the Toronto game, you got to put on the ref's shoulders as much as anything else. So I know they've got a lot of wins against the, the Montreals and the, and teams like that. Uh, Colorado, they beat, but Colorado's the defending champion. Oh, the Minnesota uh, game's a good win. Points. Minnesota's a real yeah. good win. That's a good win. Yeah. So, uh, you know, like I said, they're within striking distance right now. What, what do you see, if anything, recently? You mentioned that they've got some wins against some bad teams like Montreal. <clears throat> Excuse me. What have you seen recently that would tell you, you know what? I, I, I think besides the wins, which is most important, are you seeing a style of play that they're adjusting to? Are you seeing a difference here? Because, you know, Goldie keeps referencing on the television broadcast, when you look at the analytics, and this isn't my thing for hockey, baseball analytics, right. basketball analytics, that's more my thing. The hockey analytics, that, that's not really my thing. But Goldie will reference how, you know, it's, it's a mystery that when you look at the analytics, this Panther team should be much better than they are. So you're mm -hmm. thinking things are going to wind up evening out by the end of right. the year. Do you buy into that? Uh, I'm with you. I'm not as big on analytics uh, in, in the NHL. However, when you have like lead the league and in, in inside shots or you're among the leaders, you know, in that paint area, there are some stats that you're like, that. that's a significant number. If you're getting shots inside, you should be scoring. Uh, their power play wasn't very good earlier in the year. It's been better, uh, a lot better lately. The penalty kill still has got to improve, in my opinion. 75%. You can win Zaz in the NHL with a good penalty kill and an average power play. It's hard to do it the other way around. 
if you're not, and then the other thing I look at just just numbers, just looking today, they played a game against against Vegas recently where Vegas had 50 less uh, penalties in terms of power plays difference than the Panthers. And even tonight, I looked at the Panthers that killed off or faced 170 something penalties and a power plays, and Rangers only 130. Uh, so you're you start adding those power plays up really hard to win. It's a five on four game when you you know it's different than other sports. It's not a 10 yard penalty at the 40 yard line. You take a guy off the ice, take a play, take a football player off the field, and then what happens to the game 11 on 10? It's a big difference. The goalie situation. Uh, what do we know about Bobrovsky? Do we have any idea if he's in net tonight? And also, big credit to Alex Lyon. The last two games, you know, he comes in out of nowhere, did a terrific job uh, both these last two games, both wins for the Panthers. Obviously, gave a lot of goals, gave a, gave a big lead there, the Montreal game, but a terrific job uh, against Minnesota as well. Yeah, I haven't jumped in on the press conference today yet. I'll catch it on, on tape because I'm not up there. So I, I actually don't know about Bobrovsky. You're right, uh, Lyon has been great. You know, there's a lot of really good goalies out there, and if you can provide them with a little defense around there, you see a lot of teams around the league that don't win what you'd call, you know, a million-dollar, $10 million goalies. So you can win in the NHL, but you gotta, you got to start protecting your house way better uh, for anybody, and that includes Bob and Spencer Knight too. But, yeah, it's been tricky with the injury situation. It's great to have a guy like Lyon who's 30 years old. He's not a rookie, played at Yale, has had some time, not a lot in the NHL to come through, and he's made big saves in both games to get the wins. Is this team in a spot, Craig, where if they keep this thing going and and they make the front office uh, a believer that, okay, we're on the right track, uh, are, are they kind of stuck as far as trade deadline moves they can make? I, I know the draft pick situation, you know, they kind of went all in last year, you know, Sherrod, right. Giroux. Uh, I know they're way up. They're going to have to do some fancy cap maneuvering once they want to get Duclair back on the, you know, the active roster here, are they kind of strapped as far as a potential move that they would want to make? Uh, you know, I think, you know, I'm not the best at this, but but I would say, I would agree with you. I looked at capfriendly.com. Uh, they are right against the cap, which is nice to know that your team is spending. Yeah, They did go for it last year, and you totally understand why Bill Zito did that. It didn't pan out in terms of going deep into the playoffs. They did win a round, which was big news down here, and obviously didn't didn't play well against Tampa Bay. But it, I would think it's that's tricky uh, because, you know, you don't have the salary unless you can dump one of your salaries. And you also, here's the other thing, maybe larger, you don't have the draft picks to play around with uh, going down the line. So how, how do you make too many moves? That, and then the other thing is if, let's say, you're coming in at seventh or eighth, which I agree with your, your premise, it would be hard to finish in the top three. Um, how many moves do you want to make for a team that's just going to get in maybe yep. versus a team last year, which was leading the league? in points. So I think there's a lot to handle there. I think here's the good news. We're talking about this because yeah. about three weeks ago, you'd say the Panthers have got to be a seller. And right now you say they're, they're probably more toward buying, but again, as uh, Bob Barker knows, price got to be right. Do you, uh, do you love Kachuk? Uh, for me, he's love been uh, above and beyond expectations first year with the team. Love him. Um, hard nose, everything you've seen about him the other night, fighting uh, Mike Matheson after yep. Matheson had what I thought was a very cheap hit on Eric Stahl. And that surprised me because Matheson didn't hit anybody here right. <laughs> in his whole career. Uh, and I like Mike, too. I like him. I, I don't think it was a, an intentional dirty hit. It, it was just, just a dirty type play. And he caught Stahl by surprise. I mean, Craig, the league uh, didn't suspend him for that hit? And I, I think he got a $5,000 fine, oh, I believe on. I saw. 
which is the limit for the NHLPA. They did not suspend him. You know, I don't know if it was a suspendable hit, but it was certainly should have been a penalty at the very least. You know, it did it did catch a more trunk of the body. It's just that when you're not expecting it, I remember Zaz once when I was interviewing Andre the Giant, and we're out Go at on. the Spectrum doing a live interview, and there was nothing in there that said Andre the Giant was going to elbow Craig DeGeorge. That, that was not in the script. <laughs> but when I took the, I had the mic up. You know, you'd hold it way up here. Yep. And I thought I was done speaking, so I brought the mic down like this with my right arm, and he go and he took his right elbow and went. I am not done talking yet. <laughs> right in my gut. Now, it probably wasn't the strongest elbow in the world, but the fact that it caught me by surprise, didn't ha- I wasn't ready for it. And if you're not ready for something, it, it's a lot worse. You can't you can't brace yourself. And I think that's what happened with Stahl. They really got screwed that. I mean, the game against Toronto, especially, and look, it made a big difference because both times that Gudis was sent to the box, they scored both those times, and they were both bullshit calls. Uh, that a charge, Craig. I haven't seen a charge called in the league all year. Like, like that yeah. was that that was a rough night for the Panthers. The officiating. Yeah, that was that call there. You're talking about was absolutely awful. The char- how you call a charge? I, I just have no. And you know, I'm an amateur official. I, mean, I got a call today about my game. I did four games yesterday, so I, I do follow the rule book a little closer than most. And it's a little different USA hockey, but most of the rules are the same. I don't know how they made that call. I really, I don't like to get on the refs either because I also understand it's a judgment game. It's tricky. And I think they do a great job by and large. I really do. But that one and that yeah. game. And and I'm glad Maurice took the $25,000 fine. He knew it was coming. Yeah, up you got to do that. You got to if you're him. You and got made it. the, there, you got to occasionally do that. Yeah. I know we had some disagreement with, um, who was it? With Dookie over there, Channel 10, who doesn't like a coach whining after the game. I disagree. In that spot, I want to hear. I want to hear truth, mm-hmm. and he gave you the truth, whether yeah. you like it or not. Another story. I've been very hard on Maurice this year. I mean, how could you not be? He's an easy target considering what's happened. But uh, I liked him coming out after the game like that. You know, clearly there is a history. I mean, he got thrown out of a game. What was it last year, two years ago? You never see NHL coaches get thrown out of games. That never happens. No. He, you know, so yeah. he's got a history with this referee. And it's not like in the NBA, oh, you're complaining we lost the game because this foul late in the game. The, the, the penalties, it was all it was all throughout the game. Like it was the story of the game. I I thought it was a no-brainer for Maurice to defend his team in that spot. Look, I don't know what the relationship is like, Craig, between the new coach and, and the guys in that dressing room, but I kind of feel like they, the, the players were probably pleased with everything he said after that game. I, if I'm a player, I like to hear my coach back me, and and that certainly was backing 100%, 100%. I mean, you lose the game, and he's saying he's he liked the way his team played, and, and, and he's got a personal issue possibly with one of these refs that dates back a few years. And, yeah, uh, yeah if I'm a player – I like that my when my coach, you know, backs me like that. And and obviously in, a, in an important game, you know, you want to get they had a lead in that game. You want to get two points. You don't want to give Toronto any points. And that's the other factor about these next two games is you mentioned the wild card. Where you get right now, that may not may not be the case, but the Rangers could fall to the wild card. I think they're in mm-hmm. third, and the Penguins are right there, and they could go either way. But these are two teams you potentially, although not in your same division, you're battling for in the conference yep. for one of those two spots. Yep, absolutely. Finally, here, uh, great job here by Craig Minervini. Let's Craig, let's let's check in real quick with Craig DeGeorge. You know, this weekend is is a very big pro wrestling weekend. It is the Royal Rumble this weekend. Whoa. WWE. Did you when you were Craig DeGeorge? Of course. So we're going yeah. back 
oh my god we're going back 35 years something like that yes. uh did were you ever working a royal rumble yes i think i did the first one yeah I, that's I around 1988 ish maybe yeah i think i did the first one i'm trying to think was that in cleveland no that was survivor series i don't remember where the royal rumble was I remember I did the first Survivor's thing, all those extra. You know, he had WrestleMania, right? Uh, now, what, we can, what can we do in this month? What can we do in yeah. So they came up with Survivor Series and Royal Rumble. I believe I was in the first one. I can't even tell you what happened in the Royal Rumble. But I remember it was a big deal. It was, it's got a great name to it, Royal Rumble. It's oh, yeah. How about up with the Royal Rumble? Oh, uh, well, the, 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 in, the promos, uh, Vince McMahon, of course, used to voice all the promos. You know, yeah, right. it's time to rumble. It's time. For the Royal Rumble. <laughs> How about that? That's a good impression, right, Craig? That's very good. There and you go. Ooh, oh, that's my favorite. That's my so favorite. Sad. Uh, Howard Finkel, we lost him. Uh, great PA announcer. Yep. What he did. And new. Well, Whoa. how about everyone's copied that now? Like UFC, the MMA, you see the hashtags yeah. on Twitter, uh, hashtag and new or hashtag and, and still. Well, That's Howard Finkel's legacy right there. Howard Finkel, who was, a, who was a right-hand man behind the scenes with Vince and then grabbed the tuxedo and the mic for those big shows. And, uh, you know, I think it's me and Gene Oakland, we lost a few years ago. So, so, so many great wrestling personalities and people and uh so i didn't realize the royal rumble i did see there was a anniversary the other day of the british Bulldogs stealing matilda oh very horrific oh. horrific episodes yes oh. how about tonight tonight's actually uh raw 30 because tonight's the 30th anniversary of the longest running weekly wow. episodic te- cable television in history monday night raw i wasn't happy when it first came on because it took over that Tuesday night Titans show, which was a, a talk show. <laughs> Anybody remembers back in the day, it was hilarious. You never saw anything like sex were being broke and all kinds of crazy stuff, but uh, an amazing run. Actually, my brother asked me yesterday, we were talking, is wrestling still big now? Oh, I said, it, kidding me? It's, it's incredible. Yeah. It's the biggest I mean, it's ever been. It, 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 it Arguably. Argu- I don't know if it's as big uh, in terms of popular culture, but money, um, Money-wise, it is, but, but everything's bigger than money, right? You can't pair the other yeah. leagues. I mean, Hulk Hogan was a – everybody knew him. Savage on, on the on the commercials. Now, The Rock is as big as anybody. You know, some of the stars, but he's not their superstar now. He's not, he's not a main guy. He pops in maybe here and there. So I, I still think it was bigger in the 80s in terms of people knowing who these guys are. But from a business standpoint and a success standpoint, yeah. it's never been bigger. You know Absolutely. what it's kind of like? It's kind of like 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 we we could have that exact same conversation about Major League Baseball. Major League Baseball financially has never been healthier. But are, are as many people watching Major League Baseball as they were back in the eighties? Uh, I don't know. Is it as popular? Uh, well, probably not. No. You're right. I mean, baseball stars were the biggest stars probably in sport in our country, at least in the nineteen eighties, seventies, certainly eighties. Then all of a sudden the NBA started taking over, and now it's it, it's not even close. It's that's they're not even in the, in the you know, some of those guys are known, but not compared to the NFL or obviously the NBA. Craig, excellent job. Tell everybody, of course, tonight you'll be on Valley Sports Florida in the studio. Tell everyone how they can check it out. You got it. Zaz will be on at six thirty. Back with Ed Jovanovski. That's my tonight. guy. Yes, and uh, Moles and uh, and Goldie will be at the Garden in New York, where I grew up, going on a million games. And Katie Engelson will be doing the. Sideline and at six thirty tonight. The game's at seven on Valley Sports Florida. And you're right; it's a it's a huge game. I'm yeah. really interested to see how they can uh, play tonight in a big one. Yeah, great job, Craig. Always love checking right. in with you. Thanks, Thank you, Tom. man. Okay. 
excellent job by Craig Minervini. Craig DeGeorge, some of you remember him, of course, from his WWF days. Hey, if you're not feeling well, I've been telling you for a while now about Doctors on Call 365, because I know, I know from experience, being sick sucks. Well, you know what also sucks? When you're sick and you need to see a doctor right away, and you call up your doctor, he says, all right, I got an appointment for you, it's in, it's, it's in April. I need to see a doctor right now. Doctors on Call 365, South Florida's urgent care that comes to you. They treat children, adults, elderly, minor illnesses, minor injuries. They will come to your home, IV fluids, vitamin therapy. You need blood drawn. You need a prescription filled or refilled. COVID tests, flu tests, strep tests, based in Broward County, serving Miami-Dade, and Southern Palm Beach as well. Now, Doctors on Call 365, self-pay. But, and you got Medicare acceptance coming soon. Private insurance acceptance is coming down the line as well. But if you were to pick up and go to the ER, besides that's a pain in the butt, you're going to wait for hours, your copay is going to wind up being more than you're going to pay out of pocket for Doctors on Call 365 to come to your home, your office, or wherever you're at. I mean, the price of that convenience to me, it's priceless. I can't put a dollar amount on it. Doctors on call 365.com. You'll get someone on the phone 24 hours a day, seven days a week. 786-577-9302. Again, 786-577-9302. All right. We got a big night tonight. All right. Panthers, I'm very fired up for this game. I'm very into this game. Rangers, come on now. The Panthers, it feels like they're starting to get going. If they can get, like you heard me there with Craig, if they can get three out of four here, it's it's going to start to feel like they got, like now we're cooking with gas. If you can get three out of four, if you can get four out of four, but if you can get three out of four against the Rangers and the Penguins here, yeah, that'd be huge. Let's get to big deal or not a big deal. All right, come on. Here we go. Big deal or not a big deal. You know how we do it at the end of every show. We got to find out if it's a big deal or not a big deal. Now you may know, hey, the Kansas City Chiefs, They've advanced the AFC Championship game. They're going to be hosting the Cincinnati Bengals. But sometimes, you know, on NBC, maybe Maria Taylor, she might get confused sometimes at what the team is actually called. So game one of the divisional round yeah, is done. The Kansas City, you know, I can Kansas see that. They move on. Kansas shitty Chiefs. Yeah, I get it. That could be a little bit confusing. No, that's not a big deal. Look, everyone can, everyone can make a mistake. Now, how she didn't giggle right after she said it, that part I don't quite understand. I mean, I would have started laughing for sure. But Kansas shitty Chiefs? All right. Not, that's not a big deal. All right. How about tonight? You got WWE Raw 30th anniversary show. That now, if that's not a big enough deal, the Bloodline. They were gonna do uh, a, a ceremony to induct Sami Zayn officially into the Bloodline, but now it's a tribal trial of Sami Zayn. They, they don't know where his allegiances lie. They're unhappy with Sami Zayn again. What's gonna happen tonight? 30th anniversary Raw Triple X is what they're calling it. Yeah, that's a big deal. I'm very excited about that. Gotta watch my stories tonight. Hell yeah, that's a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. Now, Shannon Sharp, who's behaving like a fool, wiling at the Laker game this weekend against the Grizzlies. Now, you may be saying to yourself, oh, you know, uh, Shannon Sharp, how does he feel about fans when they're behaving poorly at games? Well, let Shannon Sharp tell you himself from the past. The, the fans somehow skip, and these look, you know where these seats call skip sitting courtside. 
So these are some, this is, you know, well, well to do. They know right from wrong. Yeah. But somehow, and it's been like this for a very long time, people think because they pay money, and we see this in restaurants, well, you, you think you can talk to your, 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 your server any kind of way. You think because you pay an enormous amount of money and the, and the, the athlete are there to entertain you, mm. you can say, you can do whatever. Mm. And it's well within my right because I paid 5000 or I paid an absorbent amount of money for this ticket. Mm. You cannot. You should not. And I agree with LeBron. Skip, boo me. It's a badge of honor if I'm in a visiting arena and I get booed. Mm. But you cannot say certain things like what they be saying and think that it's okay. And what has transpired is that America has become more comfortable with saying things to people and then using the term snowflake. Oh, you soft. Mm. Nah, bruh. Give me my respect. That's all I ask. You don't have to respect me. And I'm a firm believer, Skip, and I'm going to turn it over to you. I'm a firm believer. You don't have to respect me. So yeah, it's me. a big deal. But, but I, I don't know what else to tell you. He made a fool of himself. He made a fool of himself over the weekend. And then you go dig it back up, you know, because because fan behavior has been a topic of conversation in NBA circles for a few years from now. Uh, you know, Shannon says one thing, but unless it's him, he could behave however he wants. Apparently, I just, he 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 really embarrassed. Between that and you know his his on air tension with Skip Bayless, I don't know. Shannon Sharp's in a weird position these days. That's a big deal. And finally. Big deal or not a big deal, there was a trade today involving the Lakers. The Los Angeles Lakers traded for Wizards forward uh, Rui Hashimura. He was a lottery pick a few years ago. Big time underachiever. They traded Kendrick Nunn and three second round picks to the Washington Wizards. This is not a big deal. Uh, You know, Hashimura, can he kind of jumpstart his career playing with LeBron? Yeah, maybe, but I I don't know that he's a player. And going to Washington, you know, Kendrick Nunn, uh, he's been terrible when he hasn't been with the Heat. So, this is kind of a nothing trade to me. I'm going not a big deal. And that right there is another edition of Big Deal or Not a Big Deal. All right. That's how you get a Monday show started. That's how you get the week started. Appreciate everybody hanging out with us. Make sure you like, you rate, you comment, you do all that good stuff. Share the podcast. Tell everyone about Blue Wire. That's we're a part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network now. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell your mother I say hello. And like I said... Uh, you, you like, you rate, you comment, you do all that good stuff. If you're interested in sponsorship opportunities, you go to my Twitter page. You can see my emails right there. I can just tell you as well. Jonathan Zaslow at gmail.com. If you're interested in partnering up, if you want to be part of the show, let's have a conversation. We'll talk to you on Zaslow Show 2.0 tomorrow. You know what that means. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to go out back with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. I got a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. I'm going to sit outside by the pool here at the Zaslow Mansion and just enjoy the rest of my day. Having a Johnny Cuba makes me feel like I'm right back in the Caribbean. We're talking a refreshing German lager in a can. You can get it anywhere. Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. And right now, you got special holiday prices on six packs of Johnny Cuba. Make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well. We got the hot sauce coming up. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo because more is always brewing.
You know, when my wife and I became homeowners, I mean, keeping the Zaslow Mansion safe, that's not an easy task, unless you call Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. If you're looking for affordable care that offers the best coverage for your home, your motorcycle, your car, your boat, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services, their team has the expertise and experience to find the right coverage for you, including comprehensive policies for both trailers and motorhomes. Let their team help you learn more about your policy options so you can make an informed decision that's not going to keep you up at night. Bruntinsurance.com. When it comes to home, renters, and condo insurance, your options, hey, it, it, it can be dizzying. Don't worry, they specialize in making the confusing crystal clear with their fully licensed team helping you along every step of the way. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204.